0: The Soundwave Chronicles podcast, brought to you by FD Productions, engages in conversations with pioneering musicians, producers, and experts from the music industry. We get the inside scoop on what it takes to make it in the music industry today by delving into the sources of their inspiration, their creative process, and much more as we explore a wide range of their experiences. I am your host, AfterLog, and I want to welcome you today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Got a very special guest by the name of Zach Crane. Uh, He's got an incredible story. Zach is really a rising star in the music industry. A lot of TikTok followers, about almost 200,000, and he's done some major shows, festivals, He's got some pretty cool management going on back there. And based in the the south side of Chicago, is that correct?
1: Yeah, southwest suburbs.
0: So Zach is a singer-songwriter. And I think within a short period of time, we're going to see an up-and-coming Justin Bieber here based (laughs) on his growth. And I just want to kind of give you guys a brief look into what I'd like Zach to expand upon, the tragic loss of his mother, um, Kelly Crane. And uh, due to, well, well, I'll let him share that and some health issues related to his wife. And I just want to welcome you to the show, Zach. Uh, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Dude, thank you so much, my man. Um, it's a pleasure. Pleasure. Big yeah. fan of you know, what you guys do. Super cool. Super super cool podcast that you guys got going on. So oh, many, thank
0: you so much, Zach. Big, big yeah, fans. well, you people like you make it cool.
1: Hey, I appreciate that. Like we said earlier, we're just existing. So I'm just, I'm, yeah. you know. Me too. Days. I'm
0: just going through my day, going through life, trying to enjoy things like this. Uh, so, Zach, how long have you been in the industry, in the music industry?
1: I have been releasing music. I released my first single in twenty eighteen. Um, I've been pursuing music, like doing covers and stuff like that, since it's been about eleven years. Two thousand eleven. It's just it's been a grind seeing like how it's changing. You know, you go through Vine, then TikTok comes and takes over. So I've it's cool that I've kind of experienced like different levels of like attacking the industry. Um, and yeah. finally, it's working out. So it's been a long grind. <laughs> I'm sure Vine
0: was a rough spot uh, for you, as it was for many musicians. Uh, you want yeah. to tell us about that.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it was, it's kind of like anything. I mean, you got to find your niche a little bit. But like, I got in early, you know, my buddies and I were doing like funny videos. And then I was like, you know, I just want to, I'm going to post my music stuff. I'm going to start singing like covers and whatnot. And it worked out. You know, we had some success mm-hmm. on there. We, You know, built good following, and then, as everybody knows, it just went away. Vine was gone, yeah, blink of an eye, man. And I was like, "What the hell?" And, but luckily, you know, with TikTok, it's it's a whole new beast, and it's cool to see. And it's really cool to see like how people are they're creating their own path on it. So Vine was kind of just like the place for goofiness, I feel, and just like, and TikTok isn't. TikTok is, I just feel like TikTok is the one thing about TikTok that really blows my mind is how involved now like labels get with it. Cause like you see somebody that just comes out of nowhere and then they just blow up and their music's like number one on charts, but they're from, and they're, they're the TikTok artists. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so crazy. Lil Nas? Like Lil Nas, yeah. Like Arizona Service with Roxanne, like, Mm -hmm. um, one of my buddies that I met years ago, Charlie on a Friday, I mean, he's taking over right now. So like, it's cool to see. It's just, it's so wild how influenced music is from TikTok and how much TikTok is influenced from music. So like, it's crazy. And
0: and as somebody who's been succeeding on TikTok, uh, what do you attribute a lot of the success, just sort of looking around you? Because there's a lot, of, a lot of people that are blowing up on that platform. Would you, you know, would you attribute to talent? Would you attribute to just like, I don't know, building up a fan base, uh what, what you know, maybe certain strategies, management, uh
1: certain niches that are working better than others, following trends. You know, the th- the thing with TikTok now for me, um, I got my su- I had my success in my little break on TikTok back in 2019 and 2020. Um, recently I've been we're trying to rebrand a little bit. I'm really I've been focusing a lot on writing um this year. Like in the past couple of months, I've not taking a back seat to social media by any means because I mm-hmm. want I want my music to hit on TikTok. Obviously, any artist mm-hmm. now does. So, but you know, right now what we're doing is we're figuring out the next method, the next, you know, recipe for having that success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but back, you know, before <laughs> it's goofy, I had my I did covers kind of like on Vine, and I had success with that, but then I got I went viral for showing an egg hack during COVID. I blew an eggshell off a hard-boiled egg, and I taught the world how to do it. There's like 73 articles on me on Google, like Yahoo, New York Post, of me just blowing an eggshell off a hard-boiled egg. And I'm like, really? This is what did it? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like yeah. I post my music, and this is what you want to see? Like, come on, you yeah. know? But um, it's-, it's just yeah, it's it's a gamble. I mean, you're just you're just kind of winging it and throwing out. It's not a good method to just throw stuff at the wall and hope it sticks but it, with TikTok, it's kind of like you got to try stuff and see what works and what sticks so yeah. so
0: so when you blew that cap off the egg um did it sort of dawn on on you that a, that certain strategies work better better than others and then i want to just sort of pair that question with did you what was the success that you saw in addition to obviously being published in major media but what was it that you saw within because i know that your main goal as a musician is to have fans come to you and to listen to your music did you notice like a change on an uptick on on uh, Spotify iTunes that type of stuff purchasing albums
1: I wish man that's the one thing I wish it did it just it brought people to my page and I I gained followers and whatnot but like not for the reasons that I wanted like I didn't they weren't there for my music you know but I'm, I'm still grateful that they followed me and I still have, I mean, a lot of them still do follow me. They stuck with me. Um, and then, you know, now there's so many different ways that people are utilizing TikTok. I mean, my buddy.
0: So, you, wait, like, just to interrupt you for a minute before you continue, yeah. you said they're not there for your music. So they're there for your cooking skills. What, what are they
1: there for? <laughs> I guess they just stayed around <laughs> because I would, I, they're like, oh, this guy did this, you know, and people liked it. And then I, I was, I've been goofy on TikTok too. So like maybe they stuck around because of that. But like, that's the thing that's crazy is like, who's going to stick around for like, how much can you really do after that? Like you blow an eggshell off an egg. What else is there to do with that? You know? So like, I'm like, okay, you guys are sticking around, but like, I'm not going to just only post a video of me blowing an eggshell off an egg. I hope you understand that. And like, that's kind of what we ran into. And I'm just like, okay.
0: So what do you do now? So that's how you're trying to rebrand. You're trying to figure out what works.
1: Yeah. And like now I'm doing, I I love poetry. So now I'm kind of bringing my, uh, I'm going to start doing my poetry on TikTok, just reading it. And then now I'm going to still post my covers, uh, my original stuff. But now, I mean, the method is there's so many stuff. There's so much different things that like people do with the algorithm and all that. Like nobody ever knows how it works, but Mm -hmm. now I post and I go live and I'm very interactive with my fans and my followers. Mm -hmm. So like, I have them request covers while I'm on live. And so that's kind of my new method. I'm just going to do that for a while and hope it you know, kind of works out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and I certainly hope it does. I, um, me too. I just
0: mentioned, you, you remind me a little bit, a little bit of John Mayer. I just went to a concert here in uh, Long Island. You got a little bit of the vibe, the John Mayer vibe. I don't know if it's like the conversational flow, but that's something maybe like, I don't know if that's something that your fans have mentioned. Have they said, oh, you remind me of a certain
1: certain artists you should kind of follow that path i'm gonna take that as a compliment. i love john Mayer, so thank you for that i love him um i yeah there's some i mean sound wise like with my music people have told me like i I like bozzy a lot um Mm. he's a pop artist i love him uh what he's a high i mean it's not underrated he Mm -hmm. has a song i just hit a billion streams i mean he's he's big but he's not as big as he should be but people mm-hmm. say my voice sounds like him sometimes, and I—that's one of the biggest compliments I've ever gotten. You
0: said a billion streams.
1: Yeah, his song "Mine" that was huge on social media. Uh Just hit a billion streams. It was—it was, it was it came out like five years ago, but still, like, that's a lot of—that's a lot of streams. So he's yeah, that's not nothing to complain about. Exactly. So like, he's he's still big, but he's definitely underrated. Um, but I've gotten John Mayer a couple times. Definitely, I've gotten like the the look like people are like oh you have this like the look of john mayer i'm like oh cool like but style wise
0: singer songwriter style you don't look you don't really look to his music so much as an influence
1: i like it like if i'm doing any acoustic stuff of course i mean i i love his writing and he's a he's a wizard when it comes to creating melodies yeah and when he's songwriting i mean it's he's him and him and justin bieber are two of like I look up to them for their ability to create melodies out of nothing. It's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, yes. Uh, for like sound wise, I'm just, you know, we're finally, we're finally tapping into like finding what my sound is. Um, mm-hmm. I love ballads like Louis Capaldi, piano. I like Ed Sheeran, the acoustic, John Mayer, but then mm-hmm. I also like the Bozy Bieber, pop. So like if I can incorporate all that, and then I also am influenced by Michael Jackson. He's one of my, he's my favorite artist of all time. Mm -hmm. So like if I can just bring that happy medium and like every little like aspect and bring like pieces, I'd be happy, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: So, yeah. Well, so you're just doing what you love. Now, let me ask you, is this, you just sort of went from school to, to singer songwriter or was there some sort of transitional period?
1: Um, I went away to college, uh, but then in 2019, I, I didn't, I went to Iowa state, but I didn't finish. Um, I came home my mom wasn't doing too good. So I moved home. And also I, I didn't know what I really, the direction I wanted to go with school. Mm-hmm. I was in advertising, but I wasn't set. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to work um, and be at home with my family. And then I did and I got uh, COVID hit. And then I, I started working in sales and I w- I've was i been in sales for the past three and a half years. Right now I'm just working, I'm doing music. Um, so that's kind of how it happened. I, I just moved home. And I really just started taking music seriously. I was like, okay, you know, no excuses. I don't have any, like too many distractions going on in my life. So might as well just dive fully in, you know? So, so, but at the time
0: there must've been plenty of distractions because you were dealing with, um, yeah. your mother, your mother's, uh, health, uh, condition. And
1: yeah. So my mom was sick tell more about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was sick my whole life. She was in a car accident when I was one. Um, and then fast forward, obviously, you know, she was, she was only 46 when she passed. So she was very young, Um, but best friend my whole life. She's my number, she was my number one supporter, truly like biggest fan out of mm-hmm. anybody in the world. She was the one who, no matter what was always just like, Zach, just keep going after your dreams. Just please don't stop making music. Like you can do this. Just mm-hmm. please like, just trust me on this. I've, she was a uh, professional dancer. She was a cheerleader for the Chicago Bulls. Really? Um, yeah, she was an incredible dancer. So she was in the arts, she was in the entertainment. So mm. she knew how it was. Um, and, mm. but yeah, you know, coming home and yes, I mean, the distraction with that. Um, but it was like, a, it was a distraction that I was used to my whole life. And as, as sad as it is to say, like I was used to it, I, it was just a, it was something that became normal to me and my mom and I like, coped with it well. And my music was the thing that helped her. So like, she was always so involved in my creative process and my life that it was just, it was a no brainer that I kept going because of her and myself. I mean, it was my, it's been my dream since I was little. Um, But having her as my number one support system was huge, Mm. like huge.
0: And, And did you have other family members around to be part of this support system? Cause obviously you were, you know, you carry a, a very heavy weight upon your shoulders, you know, navigating family members, parents that are uh, that are that are dealing with um some of the worst things a person can imagine absolutely so support systems there,
1: yeah, um I, so I've lived with my grandparents my whole life, my mom's mom and dad, my it's my nana and papa. And they've always supported me, obviously, you know, Nana and Papa more old-fashioned. Um, so they obviously knew I love music and they'd never knocked me like that. It was just, um, it wasn't like my mom, you know, my mom was always, no matter what, like go for it type thing, you know, take the risks, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, you don't have to do a, like obviously work, make money, do things that you have to do to live, but Mm -hmm. don't, don't backburn the music don't put on the back burner um but with my dad as well i mean he he supported me um he he owns his own company uh, a detailing business mm-hmm. for cars and whatnot so he gets it you know the grind and pursuing what you love to do he was in the union forever and my papa was a steel mill worker so same thing but after my mom passed mm-hmm. um in january he my papa and my nana because and it's crazy because my mom passed and fast forward to march
0: mm-hmm.
1: things just started happening like and i'm like it's my fucking mom i'm like it's my mom it's crazy like she's doing it she's making mm-hmm. it happen and i it was so wild and it was like one thing after the other boom 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 and my nan and papa were like wow okay it's this is actually this is happening. Like, mm-hmm. okay. And not to say that they weren't supportive, but now it's like they see it. So they're like, all right, you gotta go in. They like, do it. Like we we see it now. We see what your mom saw. So um it's cool. It's definitely cool.
0: And and how much, I mean, such a, a major, majorly impactful event like your mother's passing at such a young age and under such terrible circumstances. Uh, how is that affected? you as a singer songwriter in terms of what you write, your lyrics, does it does that impact you in any way?
1: Definitely. I mean, I I was always I knew people around my uh my hometown, you know, who dealt with mental health or um Yeah, you know, had loss from suicide in their family. Or I knew mm-hmm. a kid I one of my childhood friends uh commit suicide my freshman year of high school. So like shook the community. We were just like, holy shit, this is crazy. But like my mom dealt with so much and she, she fought and fought for years. I mean, my whole life Uh and I, I don't knock her for it, but I mean, when it comes to like inspiring music and now it has finally taught me, it's given me the, the, it's, it's showed me my, my why and it's helped me find my purpose and like what I want to do with my music. I don't want to be, I don't have goals and aspirations to be an A-list celebrity. Like I don't want to be like this, I mean, it'd be cool, sure. But like, I don't, it's not what I want. Like, I want to just help people that Mm -hmm. are going through stuff, Mm -hmm. whether it's family stuff, friend stuff, life, Mm -hmm. work, social life, anxiety, depression, anything that it is. I just want to help and be like, listen, it's okay. Like, I'm here with you. And it's Mm -hmm. okay to not be okay. But like, let's make sure that you're okay. Because we need you here. Everybody, you know, everybody serves a different purpose. Everybody has a why, you know, let's find it. And go, go after what you want to do. Life's too short. Mm-hmm. And if you have a direction and you have a sense of mm-hmm. that purpose, mm-hmm. it makes things so much so much more precious and so much more fun about life, you know? And so now that's what I really write about. And I released my, after my mom passed, I released on Mother's Day, my first song uh, for her and also from my life. I mean, I've written song, many songs in the past but none of them were genuinely from my experiences in life. It was more so just to fit the the mainstream, you know? So to have that ability now to actually, I unlocked that and I wrote such a meaningful song and now I'm able to do that. So now everything I'm writing is, it has a purpose. It has a meaning and it Mm -hmm. feels really good. Because I don't want to just, I mean, it's fun to write about fun stuff, you know, like mm. going to the boat with the boys, you know, summer, beer, blah, 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 like parties, mm. you know, yeah. cool. People love it. Media wow. eats it up. But I want to, I want to spread a message. I want to bring help to people. They need it. Mm. I want to bring hope. So that's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: Well god bless you for for doing that um Thank you. and and there are a lot of people in need uh we, there is a mental health crisis across this this oh. country and um there there's a call for artists like you and for just people that want to have a major positive impact uh it's there's a need um
1: definitely
0: and um so that's that's it's great that you're doing what you're doing although this is just a natural consequence of what happened to you um do you have any specific vision of yourself doing something in the next five years do you do you where do you envision yourself in the next year in the next five years the next 10 year what are your short term and long-term goals at this point with everything yeah, that's yeah
1: definitely um well one of the craziest things and it ties into what i plan on doing is um my dear friend pat tomasulo he's a he's a on uh, wgn which is chicago news um mm-hmm. and media he's a comedian as well but He's a very respected man here in Chicago and, mm-hmm. um, he, his wife, Amy has trigeminal neuralgia, same illness my mom had. And, um, after she passed in March, we reached out or we were going to reach out and it turns out he reached out to me after my mom passed and I didn't even see the message on, it was on Facebook message request. I did not see it cause I didn't really check Facebook messenger much, um, but I, I, my manager got a, he got a message from Pat saying, Hey, I would love to get in contact with your artist, Zach, blah, blah, blah. And he knew of my mom because my mom actually document I'm, on paper had one of the worst cases known, a man of trigeminal neuralgia, which is really? crazy. Yes. And could, sorry to interrupt.
0: Could, could you tell us a little bit more about like, as you're, as you're telling us the story, could you tell us a little bit maybe about the neuro neurological aspects of trigeminal?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's coined and it's, it's termed, uh, the suicide illness, uh, the illness itself, the disease isn't fatal, but it's Mm -hmm. nerve damage. You know, it's, it's, it's with the trigeminal nerve and it's, it's, uh, trauma or damage to the nerve or issues with the nerve. And it causes this illness, chronic pain all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, some people have it very mild. And then there's people like my mother or Amy, Pat's wife who have it very, very bad. And it is just, it's a monster. It is a horrible, horrible illness. And the craziest part is, too, and we just found out um, Travis Barker, one of the world's best drummers, drummer yeah. too Courtney yeah. Kardashian's husband, like, I mean, whoever that's how the that's how the mainstream now knows him is Kourt- the Kardashian's husband, but yeah. like best, one Kardashian. of the best drummers in the world. Um, yeah. he has tre neuralgia and which is wild. And it's I pray to God that he uses his platform for awareness for this because it's such the world needs to know more about this. And, um, you know, it's, it's wild. So
0: it, that, it, yeah, do you attribute this to your, to the the accident that your mother was in when you were yes.
1: Yeah. So she was in the accident when the car was, uh, it flipped in ice, went through a forest and graphic a little bit, but a tree branch literally went through her face and, it got lodged, the bark and everything. So dental work, all that. Fast forward nine months later, she was diagnosed with trigeminal neuralgia. And post diagnosis, she still was a lovable. She was a mother to her best extent. She got her teaching degree, um, got her cosmetology degree. She did everything. So like that's why like I am just so passionate about like just going for everything. If you physically can do it, do it just do yeah. it. And mentally, obviously, like, don't let, I mean, people get defeated mentally and that's, it's understandable, especially nowadays, you know, with the way of our world, but it's, if you can keep going and going after whatever you want to do, that's what I was saying earlier, do it. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Like, don't let all these things just cripple you. Cause it can, it's easy to allow that. Um, but yeah, she, the our car accident was the reason for that. And some people just develop it. And that, like It just happens, which is so wild. Um, and with the illness, the pain gets worse year after year, like as you get older too. So there's no cure right now. And that's the issues. That's what we're trying to strive for. So yeah. with Pat, when we connected, he has this foundation, Laugh Your Face Off. And it is a trigeminal neuralgia, trigeminal neuralgia foundation. It's an event. It's a comedy show. Mixed with it's to raise awareness, raise money for a cure. And when he reached out to me, he wanted to sit down and talk, just meet me and like hear my mom's story. We met, became best, literally best friends. I look at him as an older brother, literally. And we've only known each other since March, but he's one of my closest friends. And I, he, I was honored. He asked me to be a part of, to be the first musical act towards this. For his event, and I did it. Uh, it was about a month, two months ago, month and a half ago. Oh. Most intimate, meaningful shows I've ever done in my life.
0: Mm. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you you broke up. Uh, I don't know if it's the internet connection.
1: Okay, yeah, I froze a little bit. Okay. Yeah, a couple um, times. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, literally, as you know, it's such a meaningful, such an incredible experience. So I performed my mom's song until then, and my uh, other single, "Don't Panic," um, eighty thousand dollars. So we broke the we broke the um, financial goal for raising money.
0: Oh, you raised eighty thousand so dollars. I didn't hear first incredible. part because it broke up again.
1: Oh no! Oh man. Okay. Uh, yeah, we raised six hundred eighty thousand. Oh, wow. Okay. That's quite a bit higher. Yeah, it was crazy. So it was an incredible event. And now I am actually, I'm part of it now. So every year we're going to be working at it. And I want to bring it nationwide, worldwide, if I can. That's -hmm. what my goal is. I want to take it to the next level. So I want, and we're also, um, my manager and I are creating a clothing line called uh, Common Collected. It's mental health based. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hope to have that out by latest springtime next year. We're touching up everything right now, but I just want to, I just want to make an impact. I just want to help people. That's the goal. Uh, my goal by, with my music as well uh, by next year or the following is the play at Lollapalooza in Chicago. That's my big, it's been my biggest dream. Amazing. Um, so that's, that's a huge, huge goal of mine. And I want to just really just connect with some of my favorite artists and bring them together, you know, and I, I really hope to, Like I said, it all ties back to the main purpose that I found in this. I just want to raise awareness for Chajamal Neuralgia, for -hmm. mental health, suicide prevention. And I just want to bring, I want to bring Laugh Your Face off to, just to the moon. I want to bring it. I want everybody to know what this is. And I want to, I want to take it to the next level. So. Well, that's that's an amazing mission
0: that uh, you should really be proud of. Not that you need to hear that from me, but that's. No, I appreciate um, it. Seriously. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. And I hope, I wish you, you know, I hope you win a Grammy, you know, you deserve, you deserve something like with, with such a noble cause, uh, you really deserve, uh, the sky's the limit. Um, the, I have, I have so many questions for you. I'm just trying to think of where to start, but, um, could you, I'm actually curious what your thoughts are regards to this mental health. Um, what's the word stigma in this country? Yeah. You know, what are your thoughts on how the media, the just the country in general deals with navigates mental health?
1: You know, I mean, a lot of the time it's so overlooked. I mean, it's such a it's such a focal point, like people, I mean, it's huge. Mental health is such a it's so important and people know that, but like it's overlooked like people don't understand that you know, you may have all the money in the world and you may be this celebrity Mm -hmm. or this influence, but like, if you're not there, like, and you're not happy, you don't love yourself. You don't feel confident and comfortable in your own skin. Like it, that's the one thing you have to do first. Like you have to be, you have to love yourself. You have to you have to love your environment. You have to be, the environment's huge, you know? And like, I feel like that's just the biggest issue right now with mental health and like Hollywood and, you know, entertainment, media, just even the normal day-to-day nine to five lifestyle. You need, you need to have your, your mental in check. You have to be happy with yourself. You have to surround yourself with good people. Um, And nowadays people think that like money fixes everything. And they think that, you know, you could have all the cool cars, the clothes, you know, the girls, the guys, whatever it may be. But like, it's not, nah, it's not it. Like, and I've learned that, you know, in the past year, but since even just since January, I'm a total different person. Like truly I have changed and it's not the cliche, like I'm different. But like, I'm literally like looking at myself from December or literally since the day I found out about my mom to now, it's like totally different. Cause I I am more aware of like my mental, I'm more aware of like taking mental days, mental nights, time to just reflect, like putting aside a night of going out and spending time with my family. Cause like, I've realized like, all of this ties back into mental health, like your appreciation for what you have and rather than looking at what you don't have, you know, like, so there's so much and it's long story. That was a very long answer,
0: but. So that's a, that's a great answer. And that's why I just, I'm silent here. Cause I, I want no, you to. No, 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 no. Kind of yeah.
1: No. and I, mean, I, I want you to unravel yeah. what
0: you're saying is fantastic. and I want you to just keep going.
1: Well, I appreciate it. And I, you're saying. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's just, it's such a crazy time right now in the world. And there's so much hate and it's so sad. So, I mean, that alone plays into such a hard, hard mental toll. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, on top of it too, the biggest thing is social media. I mean, it's destroyed people. Like girls are looking at people like the Kardashians. And I mean, like, Mm -hmm. you know, they're great. I mean, they're incredible businesswomen, like not knocking them at all. But I mean, this, like this, thing of curation, the hyper curation of stuff. Yeah. yeah, And like just the hyper fixation on like being perfect. It's like, nobody's perfect. Like embrace your flaws, embrace your issues. Like it's okay. Like I'm, I have insecurities that I deal with every single day and like, I'm working on them. I don't want them. Like the goal is to not have them anymore, but like Mm -hmm. having them is normal, but like people think like, Oh my God, like, Oh, I'm sad. Like, Oh, I'm broken. Like, yeah, you're broken. We all are in a way. Just embrace that, and that's what's the issue. Is the media makes it that not normal? Really. So,
0: so Zach, as as a big influencer as you are, and and somebody who's who has a lot of potential to impact at the global level, and you're on your way there. Um, what are your thoughts? You're now you're now somebody who. You know, even politicians might uh, start consulting with, and you, you hear about these things in Washington, like Lindsey Sterling, She's in Washington. They're consulting with her, like, what are your ideas on how to change society for the better? Uh, what are your, you know, do you have, have you thought about, have you have you thought about ways in which we could improve mental health status? We can improve people's self-perception. We can improve maybe just like what people value in the society.
1: Um, what are what are your thoughts? I'd say like you know, connecting with like-minded people. I mean, like in media or like politicians, like things like that. Like, I just always try to like what I, I don't know what I've There's I no right to write a wrong answer. I'm just curious if you have, if you have. No, any yeah, no, I mean like, you know, I guess I never really thought about it like that. Like just connecting with like-minded people, you know, sticking to your movement. Sticking your plan. Um, mm-hmm. Like with me, you know, I want to, like I said, release music that speaks to people, helps inspire people. But I also, I have my manager and I have our vision because my manager lost his brother to suicide last year in May. So no and we, he started managing me in late February, March, April-ish. And those like three months span officially. Mm-hmm. And then we had our first, my first headlining show last May, mm-hmm. May 19th that night leading into the next day his brother passed and so and that's what brought we became we're just on a business level we became best friends my manager's like my bigger brother mm-hmm. like you know he just had his own kids so like there's a lot of things that we live for now and he's tied into me so we want to bring awareness so like surrounding yourself with the like-minded people with mm-hmm. the people who have the vision people who have the same support you know mm-hmm. um and yeah. You may not be on the same like wavelength, like mentally, like you, we all de- deal with our different struggles, mm-hmm. but like, if you're aware, that's, that's what, I feel like that's what's going to bring it like connecting with. These so just problems. raising
0: awareness alone is like the first step to fixing society. I, f- I feel, I feel like it, you know? Yeah. I mean. Cause, cause you've acknowledged that something is broken, right? Yes. Well, we all agree like, that something is broken in our very powerful, wealthy, uh, you know, uh, all empathic, whatever, um, omnipotent United States of America, uh, with oh, our hands in, every, in the, the rest of the global uh, geopolitical mess um, yes. at the current state. But there's something wrong. Uh, Third, there's, something oh. wrong. and there's, there's. You've just mentioned um, mental health crisis. You mentioned suicide within your inner, just people who you know, who you've interacted with. Uh, statistically, that's significant. I mean, that is a. Um, that's a disproportionately larger percentage of like problems that clearly are going unaddressed, and clearly. Exactly. So
1: it's
0: something that needs to be fixed, right?
1: Yes. It's something that needs to be not normalized. That's not the right word. Cause like suicide is not, you know, how, what are they saying now? It's, um, Oh my God. Not Maybe I, not
0: being okay. Uh, as, as
1: opposed to like suicide. Yes. Like, as yeah. It's just like things like how they're saying suicide is like, it's an, it's in normal discussion now, which is so crazy because it's so common. Like that is what is the, is like the, that's what that leads to. Like mm-hmm. it should be, that should not be the end and not goal okay. but and result. Like it should yeah, be, yeah. listen, like I want what I want to do too. And like, this is I tell everybody if I get the chance, go to therapy. Even if you don't have trauma issues in life, everybody should just talk to somebody because mm-hmm. you know, God for I, I pray that pff, some that people have just a smooth life, like no issues. Hell yeah. Coast through that. Mm-hmm. Like, bless you. You know, you're lucky as hell. But everybody's got their own stuff that they go through and everybody should talk to somebody like normalizing of having a therapist, I believe is such a huge thing now. And Mm -hmm. I tell people like, I I've told friends or friends of friends or in normal conversation, they'll be like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's just, I don't want to, I guess, sound like I'm crazy or sound like I have problems. It's like, everybody's got issues. It's okay. Like Mm -hmm. there's days I'll talk to my therapist and I'll be like, I wouldn't have anything that I'm like, it doesn't have to be a sad conversation. Just like, yeah, watch the bears lose again Sunday. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's like, cool. Awesome. See you next week. It doesn't have to, but just having that person that is literally paid to listen and mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. and give guidance, yeah, empathize. Yeah, empathize. That <laughs> is so huge. So, oh, that's my, I, that's it. I advocate for. I think everybody should talk to somebody.
0: Hundred percent. And and do you feel like, you know, this? How early should this start? Um, I know we're good, we're veering off a little bit from your music career. Although I happen oh, to see this no, as relevant this is, because yes, you have an impact. This um, is what I want to do. Yeah. How how you know I I just actually before I embarked on the whole like how early should we start, you know having. Having people, children, maybe adolescents, maybe young adults, having somebody by not necessarily by mandate, but encouraged to speak with a professional or to some to speak with somebody who's there to listen. Um, I just want just putting that on the back burner for a minute. Yeah. Um, I, I read I think it was a, I don't know if it was like a Guitar Center magazine where I saw uh, there's a, a pretty renowned like international touring artist who actually decided, okay, you know, I have, I've had enough. I made my millions and now I'm going to quit and go to school. I get my psych degree and, um, and I want to be a therapist because I, you know, I, and I was just fascinated by that, by that post. I mean, I, it's, because cool. it's rare that you're ever going to meet somebody
1: like that. But this is sort of like that one extreme example. Well, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, that's what like, is so important that tying back to your question about, you know, in media and Hollywood and all that, that's a great, way to like segue back to that or get back to that is people like normali- or normalizing, util- utilizing like your platform for this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I used to, I hated school. Like, holy Christ, I hated school. And, but when I was at community college before I went to Iowa state, I wanted, I was just talking to my girlfriend about this. I wanted to be a forensic psychologist for the FBI. Hmm. But then I learned I'd have to go get my PhD. I'm like, oh, more school? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> but but you know, like I'm now not you're in the school of life. What's that?
0: As Jay-Z says, now you're in the school now of life. Now you're in the life. school
1: of life. Yeah, now you're in the school of life. And like, you know, I'm not qualified to sit and like give people. I mean, like, I I guess me. Helping people or talking to people is just my experience, you know? And like, I never want people to think that I'm trying to just preach or or claim that I'm this all known like prophet that just knows the answers of how to, how to be good mentally. Cause I don't know, I'm still figuring it out, but like, I want people to know, like I want my platform and I want my fans, future fans. I want my friends. I want my colleagues, like my ears, whoever to know, like, if you need to talk or you just need an ear or just like guidance, again, I'm not a professional, but I would love to talk. Like, I don't care. Like Mm -hmm. if you're pursuing music and you're struggling, I'll help you out. I'll talk to you. I'll give you the, I'll explain to you how I did it, how I'm still doing it. Mm You're hoping to get where I want to be, you know? So I, that's like what I feel like these, these people should be doing taking your platform using it for the greater good um mm-hmm. i feel like not enough to do that so not enough yeah i guess it's
0: something yeah. that needs to be sort of embedded in the fabric of our society um so that it becomes like this mainstream type of thing but uh back to your music what are one of the songs that you you, you produced a lot um what are the, some of the songs that you are most proud of uh maybe in terms of their message or
1: in terms of the melody maybe both that Ooh. you kind of want to replicate yeah um you know, I mean, perfect talking already about it. You know, yeah. my song until then that I wrote for my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my first like ballad. Um mm-hmm. made my most emotional raw, like as raw as it gets. Um, so that I've I've actually been writing a lot of songs like that now. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be coming out. Um, and I've been touching a lot on men- mental health in my music. So that's good. But my song mm-hmm. Need to say my newest release, a newest single back from the summer. Definitely one of my most proud uh releases. I, I love it. It's it's just it's fun. And my buddy Kelvin and I wrote it mm-hmm. a year ago. And it was just
0: tell us the name again.
1: My buddy Kelvin.
0: Oh, no, oh, the, oh the song. Need That's to good say too.
1: Yeah. He's a songwriter as well. He's incredible. Right. Uh helps me on a lot. We collaborate, but Mm-hmm. songs need to say um it's like a summer song for sure it just has those like that high energy like fun vibe to it um mm-hmm. and i love making songs like that i want um i want people to be not just to be sad when they hear my stuff so like i want to keep making that upbeat stuff as well that those fun positive songs so mm-hmm. um don't panic i love that that was the first song that got me on chicago radio mm-hmm. which was huge my one of my biggest accomplishments to date um and now which is super cool to say i never thought i would Mm -hmm. um my past three releases um don't panic until then need to say all of them are and have been on chicago radio now um Mm -hmm. i think right now we're on five stations total so we're we're definitely my main goal is to you know bring bring pop music to chicago like Mm -hmm. Chicago's right now huge on house huge on dance um hmm. the scene's huge you don't really hear people coming from pop country anything like that so that's why I, I, I didn't realize that when i think of house and dance i was like oh europe uh and then well when I think yeah of like- it's yeah like that too dude, right like amsterdam oh god yeah like we go uh this is the first i didn't go but my producer jared Glaw, uh he's a house dance producer uh artist as well he's phenomenal but he's produced majority of my stuff need to say being one of them and uh he we go to amsterdam every fall uh for That's amsterdam true. dance event and hmm. i as my first radio interview actually it was nexus radio uh out in amsterdam so um last year and amsterdam's huge but like yeah chicago like the scene like clubs in chicago you're here in house like you get pop artists come through obviously and rap and hip-hop but country excuse me but you um it's wild
0: yeah just a question a um, yeah you mentioned that you uh so you you work with a local producer for, for most of the songs
1: yeah so um jared he just he did just move he went to high school near me he's my one of my best friends he just mm-hmm. moved to arizona in the summer so now mm-hmm. he's out there but he still produces he so still helps me out with everything um He's incredible. But yeah, so, I, I collaborate with a lot of different producers as well, though.
0: But he's your sort of your go-to or preferred yeah. producer?
1: Yeah. He just understands my sound and stuff. And
0: what, you know, what's the, I guess, what's the writing production process? Is he is he creating the uh, the structure around the song and then you sort of build in the lyrics or are you sort of just approving, disapproving? I'm sure you have a lot to, to deal with, with, with the touring and the, the concerts.
1: So yeah. How do, you, um, how do you make it time efficient? Well, we definitely, I mean, I collaborate with a lot of producers, like I mentioned, like for the tracks itself. So oh I, gosh. if Jared is going to do it ground up and produce me a track full out, you know, he'll send me over the track, the instrumental, mm-hmm. the beat, mm-hmm. and I'll come up with a melody. I'll write or my manager and I'll sit down in, in the studio here and we'll write mm-hmm. um, or, you know, soon i um, going to be heading out to Arizona, starting probably next spring going down there, mm-hmm. maybe like once every other month and just grinding out for a week or a weekend or something. And just writing a bunch, like a catalog. So just wow. depends, but yeah, I, I usually, my process is I always, I write like without tracks sometimes, but that's like poetry more, but I, my way is I, I like having like the sound, then I'll come up with like a melody and then just plug into lyrics um so that's what we'll do and he'll he'll send over stuff um or i'll go out of my way and i'll find stuff with other producers and then i'll write to them and then we'll work together so um it's it's just it depends my manager sometimes finds some or we get sent them it's it's cool Mm -hmm.
0: now do you have a like a do you have an aspiring producer or do you aspire to work with a certain
1: producer or do you have like a dream collab that you that you want to share with us I would love to work with Elenium as, a, like, a EDM collab, kind of going like that dancer route, mm. uh, especially since I'm so close and tied in with like the EDM realm, uh, and I have my fan, mm. like, have the people out in Amsterdam and Netherlands and stuff like that. But mm. um, dream collab, oh god, I love, like I said, Bazzi. He's probably him and Bieber, obviously number one, because like it's just, I mean, Bieber is just he's a dream collab for most, <laughs> but. Yeah. I love uh, man I there's a couple I love John Bellion we love to collaborate with him mm-hmm. uh, Kid Leroy I love the Kid Leroy so much uh, but I'd say Bozzy is my, my number one dream collab and he's even to just also sit in a room with him and create mm-hmm. I want to do I want to see it because his process he's a flipping genius I mean this mm-hmm. dude is so talented and like i've been he's a year younger than me but i've been following him we were both on vine together like mm-hmm. we both we started around the same time like 2014 15 posting mm-hmm. like covers and doing that because that's how he started on vine and now he's, he's like the global artist so it's cool but yeah he's probably number one i'd say
0: cool well hopefully he'll uh you know you guys will cross paths soon enough
1: i met him mm-hmm. last year actually last year yesterday um so that was a dream come true, but now we just got to get to the next level. <laughs> yeah. Next up. Maybe
0: maybe a collabs in the in the works. Uh, for you guys. I would love that. I would love it. Um, is, is there anything, you know, you have a, a lot of inspirational notes that you've just sort of shared with us in the last last 45 minutes or so. Is there anything in particular you just kind of want to leave um, leave our audience just kind of thinking about? Anything that, that's that you just want to relay? That's, yeah, I think it's particularly important for for people to focus on.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I've, I've all I've been saying this now, so much, and I live by this. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I definitely just want to tell people like whether you're any, I mean, doing anything, whether that's pursuing a dream or just in life, find your why and find your purpose. Mm-hmm. And I always say this: once you do that, you're unstoppable
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you have a vision, you have a direction, mm-hmm. you found why you're doing what you love, why you're doing what you do. So just go for it, you know. And like when I found mine, I've I become a different human being, literally. Like mm-hmm. in, this year has been such it's been such a hard year, but such an eye opening year and mm-hmm. such a inspiring year. Like I will look back and say 2023 one of the hardest years, of, it was the hardest year of my life, but it was the most fulfilling as well, because I found my purpose. I found my why. And like mm. people there's, I know, and I've talked to people, like there's people who've never found and like, look back and they're like, I wish I did this. I wish I like blah, blah, blah. You know, I never want to live like that. I mm. never want, I've never wanted to be that person that looks back when I'm 80 years old saying like, wow, talking to my son, my daughter, my nephew, grandchildren, whoever, mm-hmm. my wife and saying man, I, I regret not doing that. I, I wish I did that. So I encourage everybody to find your why, find your purpose, dig deep and just enjoy the little things, enjoy the stuff that'll get you there and then run with it. So
0: there you have it folks. find your why, find your purpose and run with it. yes, sir. Very inspiring words by from Zach. Zach, thank you so much for for inspiring
1: us today. And can you just
0: uh, tell us where to find you?
1: You can find me, honestly, anywhere. Most socials, uh, Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook. uh, But yeah, Zach Crane on Instagram, Facebook, Zach Crane Official on TikTok. uh, Spotify, Apple Music, just Zach Crane. um, Z-A-C-H and then C-R-E-A-N for everybody listening. And I'm getting better at it. uh, Zach, I always have to tell people now it's pronounced crane yep. for anybody that's confused or just doesn't can i it's it's so deceiving so just yeah just telling everybody that and um you can find me anywhere.
0: c-r-e-a-n folks
1: yep C-R-E-A-N. So it's pronounced crane but don't
0: go to c-r-a-n-e <laughs> go to c-r-e-a-n otherwise yep. you're not going to find
1: them exactly so yes you can find me anywhere um and anybody listening if you need any guidance or just need somebody to talk to don't, don't hesitate to reach out. So I'm you welcome,
0: going. so you welcome, uh, folks, fans, listeners to send you DMS.
1: Yes. All the time. To with you. Okay. All That's the cool. time. Oh, I love talking to people. Yeah.
0: You know, in terms of keeping people posted on your work, yeah. do they sign up for your mailing list? How do they know what's, what's happening next?
1: Yeah. So we're actually finishing up my, uh, my website right now. It's going to be finalized in the next couple weeks to a month ish. Uh, we're finishing up the website in the next month or so. Um, And I'm usually very good with keeping people updated on my socials. So like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that, like TikTok, I, everybody will be in the know. So Mm -hmm. we'll set it up to where we have like emails going out and stuff. If you like subscribe to like emails with shows or merch or stuff like that. So,
0: yeah. Okay. So the merch store isn't set up yet. I didn't, I didn't hear the first part.
1: Oh um, man, this connection is horrible. We're having some
0: glitchy connections here. (laughs) I know. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so setting up, you know, on the website and like my my socials, I announce everything. But my website and whatnot uh, will have like all the merch info, show de- like dates and all that. So keep an, keep a lookout for that. Zachcrane.com. Okay, got it. Yeah,
0: got it. Uh, Zachcrane.com. And uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. Dude, of um, course, man. Thank it you. has just been this has been inspiring for me, and I'm sure that our listeners very much have enjoyed watching and listening to this interview. Guys, go check him out. Check out his amazing music and uh, connect with him. Send him a DM. Send him some love. Zach is a rising star. So stay tuned for his next
1: project. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks so much for tuning into the Soundwave Chronicles podcast, where you can stream our interviews wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you enjoyed the interview and learned something new today. And if you did, please leave a review so we can keep bringing you great content. Thank you and have a great rest of the week.